coached by Adriana Soros. Super coached by Adriana Soros. Hello, ladies and gents. You're with Adriana Soros, the coach of Rapanarama for super coach purposes. Look, the team list Tuesday is upon us for round 14, but look, it's. You know, we got Origin on on Wednesday night and the teams are going to be so different to what's been named today. Are they going to back up from Origin? You know, a lot of players are going to be rest, rested. Um, you've got to play this round very carefully because you want to pick someone like Nathan Cleary in your starting lineup, but they play later in the round and there's a good chance players like him and uh, Luai get rested. They, they, they've got great understudies there at the old Panthers. So... You know, you've got to play your reserves right uh, in this round. You know, you'll the Friday game will be fine. You know, you've got the Cowboys and you've got, if Cotter's named, you can pick him in your team. It's easy there in that sense because you'll know in that original game. But you're playing a dangerous game having some of these um, origin players you know, in your later games, picked in your starting lineup because you could be, you know, get that rude shock when they're left out of the teams. Um, all we can do is speculate. You know, you've got um, some of these grunt players that are playing big minutes, you know, in the forwards that might not back up. You've got some in the extended squad that you think will back up. You know, you've got, um, you know, teams that really need some people to back up. So I'll go through the lineups and how the team lists have been named, but take it with a grain of salt because those teams will likely change, you know, after Origin and seeing how everyone pulls up. But I'll, I'll give you my point of view. Don't take me literally because I could be bloody way wrong. But we'll have a look and, and I'll, I'll speculate anyway on what I think could be a possibility with the lineups. Um, so the Cowboys have named the same 17. They got the job done last week against the Titans. Val Holmes, Nanai, Tom Dearden and Ruben Cotter are named in the reserves. Now, here's where I can speculate. Um, of all those players in there, I think the one that I doubt the most for a backup is probably Cotter. That's not to say that he won't. He's a young lad, but he's going to play big minutes. You'd think in this origin, he's been named to start in the 13. It's his first origin um, two days later after the game. I think there's he's, he's a chance of not backing up. Nanai on the bench playing limited minutes, you'd think. Um, comparatively, I think he's a chance of backing up. Um, Tom Dearden, he's in the extended bench of origin. He's not in the top 17. I would expect he backs up. So, you know, I think you can lock in Dearden. You're a good chance of Nanai. The one I'm worried about is um, Cotter. Uh, as for Val Holmes, you know, if he gets through injury-free, um, there's a chance also for him. So, you know, your, your Nanais and your Val Holmes, depending on how they pull up, but minutes-wise and where they play, I think there's a chance they'll be okay. Cotter's the one I worry about. Um, you know, playing in the middle there at his first origin. Um, let's move on to the Dragons. Um, they're the only change in there is Sullivan on the bench with Fui Moano out. Hunt and Tarek Sims have been named um, to back up from origin. Um, yeah, what do you got? Sua and Maguire on the reserves. Um, let me speculate on the two origin players there. Um, you know, Tarek's getting older now. He's playing, uh, you know, in that second row. He's got to be a slight chance of not backing up. But I don't think people own him in Supercoach. Ben Hunt starting the game at nine. He He's no slam dunk either, um, you know, with the short backup, you know, to play. It depends on how the minute share is there. But I, I would, you know, 
I wouldn't lock him in. Um, but again, I don't think those are players that are hugely owned. Uh, moving on to the next game, the Titans. Uh, poor old Jaden Campbell's out for, I think they said, eight weeks with a hamstring injury. So AJ Brimson's going to go into the fullback position and Paul Turner um, is going to come in at 5'8". Um, you know, I know a lot of few Warriors. I think he comes from the Warriors. They um, have big raps on Paul Turner. Um, Corey Thompson is out. He's got, well, the big beast, Greg Marju's back. Um, Patrick Herbert is into the centres, replacing uh, Isan Masters. Skipper Tino Fasul Malawi has been named at lock to back up from Origin. Um, so that makes Lou go, Liu go into prop and Mo goes to the bench. Now, Tino, again, I would not lock him in. I think the Titans stink and they really need him. But, you know, he's young and I think he's a chance of backing up, but I would not lock him in. Um, you know, because he's going to be, he, I think he'll play pretty good minutes uh, in Origin, and I think he'll, you know, work his ass off too. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, for the Rabbitohs, Cameron Murray and Jai Arrow are going to be uh, Origin. Obviously, Arrow, you, you'd very confidently say he's going to be back in the team for Souths, but Cameron Murray, um, he's just coming back off a recent injury, so I have big doubts of whether he will back up um, for the Rabbitohs this week. Um, Deval, T- Tifita Tavol, Totola returns uh, at prop with Nichols going back to the bench. Shaq Mitchell is dropped out. Um, Peter Mamazoulis is the new face on the on the bench. Um, Taff is gone. He's into the 18th man, so Taff time is done. Um, we were saying that you should trade him out, um, you know, as soon as he went back to that bench role. Um, Milne has gone to the centre um, and Jackson Paulo onto the wing. Well, I kind of half agree with that because Jackson Paulo stinks in the centres. Um, Luttrell has COVID, so he's not going to be back this week. Um, moving on for the Roosters versus the Storm. Um, T- Teddy's been named to back up from Origin and uh, Joey Manu will be back in the centres. Naguama to the uh, reserves. Uh, Tupu and Collins have also been named to back up, um, which has Fletcher reverting to the bench and Saluka Fafita drops out. Um you know, and uh, Jared Wary Hargraves is still not back. Now, let's speculate on some of the origin players there um, for the Roosters. Teddy, you know, he's so valuable to that team, but I think he's got to be sort of a 50-50. I think it's a big game, obviously, you know, against the Melbourne Storm. The Roosters came off a loss last week. I think that probably bodes, that's probably the biggest thing that would lean towards Teddy backing up. It all depends on how he gets out of origin. He's, he's quite fit and a bit durable, Teddy. But, you know, you've got Joey Manu, who was bloody awesome last week in fullback. Well, from an actual NRL sense, I think he probably stunted their attack a little bit the way he was playing, but the stats for him were fantastic. And, you know, he's, he's pretty dynamic at fullback. So I don't know if he'll back up Teddy, but I would not be, um, you know, I, what, what day is that? Saturday, um, you know, maybe you have him on your reserve bench, you know, in your fullback because there's a chance that he doesn't back up. Um, look, I would think that um, Tupu could back up as long as he doesn't pick up an injury uh, in the game. Um, Lindsay Collins, I think, is on the bench. Is he on the bench? Uh, you know, he's got to be a chance um, if he doesn't play big minutes uh, in origin uh, to, to back up. 
all right, let's move on to the Storm. Nelson's back, uh, which they need him. I think they've looked a little skinny in the old forwards. Uh, and Harry Grant's been named um, to back up post-Origin. Now, that's one I do doubt because Harry only just made it to origin, you know, after having that abductor um, strain. And I don't know whether they want to risk because you've got the cheese there who can t- play nine quite competently, not as good as Grant, of course. But um, look, I don't know. I don't know. It depends how he gets out of this game. Harry is a bit injury prone and his body has been a little bit, you know, um, sus. So I don't know. If I've got Harry and I do have Harry Grant, um, you know, who's playing on the, where are the Knights playing? Uh, you know, I'll, Knights play later in the week. I'll have to have Rand, I'll have to play Randall this week and have him in my starting lineup and, and have Grant on the bench because I will not be, I won't be holding my breath waiting for him to, to back up. You know, when you've got someone like Cheese there, um, Tui Kamakamika and Brandon Smith back to the bench. Uh, Munster, Kafusi, Xavier Coates, uh, the other Origin players, Munster, you know, he's a chance of backing up. He's pretty um, healthy and fit um, this year. So we'll have to wait and see, but I wouldn't lock it in 100% as well. Um, and, you know, Felice Kafusi is one I worry about. At his age, playing big minutes on the edge, Coates, I think, would be a good chance if he gets away, you know, injury-free to play um, that game backing up from origin. Uh, On to the Broncos versus the beautiful green machine after their win last week, although we've had a couple. I think uh, Rapana's out, isn't he? But um, Reynolds is back from his hamstring. And interestingly, for Supercoach purposes, Ezra Mam uh, has been named at 5'8". So Tyson Gamble drops out. Now, that's really tempting because the Broncos, we know, play around 17. Ezra Mam has a nice negative break even um, and you know yeah there's a chance he doesn't make it all the way to round 17 but I was fully expecting that he'd drop out this week when um, when A-Ray was back but he's been very good you know and I think he's better than uh, Gamble personally I think he's got the kind of game that actually suits A-Ray more that's my opinion um, he, he's not, he could be a decent enough downgrade you need to downgrade to upgrade and bring in a nice Mulatalo or a Campbell Graham, um, he could be. I mean, I think it really bodes well for buying him. I think the fact that he's been named now over Gamble, um, and he and the Broncos play around seventeen. So you could, if he makes it to seventeen, you know, he's another number for you. Um, Capewell is. Um, set to be rested, which I think is probably a good idea. He, I would have said the same thing about him to Murray. You know, he's had some injury concerns this year, so I think, you know, there's a chance that he, you know, I think he's going to be rested. Um, TC Rabati is going to take the second row spot. Hass and Katoni Staggs and Cobbo uh, have all been named in the 17-man squad. Let's speculate on them. Um, look, I think that Co- Cobbo uh, and Staggs, provided they get through the game injury-free, have got to be a good chance of backing up, being their, that they're backs. Payne Hass is... I mean, he's a uh, he's a, an animal. He's a, he's an exception to all rules, and he's going to start. He's going to play big minutes in Origin, but just such as the man, I would half expect. I'd be leading towards expecting that he backs up because a lot of people own him in Super Coach. That's the Saturday or is it the Saturday game? So 
again, we're having your reserves set up so that you can be ready in case they do rest has. But I think you're locking Capwell out and you probably feel half confident that Stags and Cobbo, but obviously you're going to watch Origin on Wednesday and if either of those two pick up an injury, you know, there you go. That probably answers for you whether they're going to be backing up. Um, Jordan Rapana gets a one game ban. I don't even think he did that on purpose personally, but I'm a Raiders fan, so I've got my green goggles on. But he gets a one game ban, which means Schiller is going to go into the starting side on the wing. Jack White and Josh Papali be named to play. Um, so Matt Frawley drops out and uh, Corey Horsburgh, the big red nine, had a great game last week. He's going to be on the bench. Um, and CHN is back on the bench. So Trey Mooney goes out. Um, do I think that Jack White will back up? If he's playing in the centres, Jack will back up. I'm very confident of that. He's fit. He's strong. You know, he doesn't get injured a lot, and he's not playing, you know, in the, you know, he's not playing in the middle. He's playing out wide, so I think he'll be fine to back up. Papa, I, I have my doubts about. Um, you know, he... He's going to play big minutes and he's really called upon in origin for big minutes usually and to be the leader of the pack. I think that the Raiders, you know, Corey Horsburgh and that did a good job last week and Sutton and such. I think Ricky might be tempted to rest Big Papa. Um, West Tigers, new coach, Kamali. <laughs> yeah, because these Madges have the ass um, up against the Seagulls. No Faluma returns on the wing. Um, Jacob Little. Uh, he's going to come back and replace uh, old mate in hooker. Uh, Madden grabs uh, a bench spot. Fermano Brown goes to 18th man. Adam Dewey is not back this week. Um, we thought he might be a chance, but I think he's another week away. Um, the Seagulls, Daily Cherry Evans has been named to back up from origin, uh, and that means Kieran Foran's back to 5'8", and Schuster back to the bench. I thought he might go back to the second row, but he's um, on the bench. Um, it looks like Carl Lawton's done a knee injury. I think it was an ACL. Don't quote me on it, but um, I think he's done a bad one. Um, Paseca is back. He came back from uh, his injury last week uh, in New South Wales Cup, and he's been named as 18th man. Um, but look, Skipper uh, Cherry Evans, do I think he'll back up? Look, it's a, it's the Sunday game, and it all depends. You know, Jer Cherry's getting a bit older, but I think Manly really need him. So, um, you know, I think he could be a 50-50 to back up. I think they did well enough. Well, I thought they were actually really good last week with Foran and the seven and Schuster in the six, uh, and I think they could do that again. So, you know, if he gets through the game unscathed, I think they'll probably... Daily Cherry Evans is kind of like the the status he is in the game. They leave it up to him if he wants to back up or not. So we'll have to wait and see. But I wouldn't uh, lock him in uh, 100%. I'd say he'd be more like a 50-50. Um, the Knights versus the Panthers. Um, Kurt Mann is back to return from his ankle injury. Um so Crossland goes to the reserves, and that's probably good because I was saying that I want to play Randall and have um, Harry Grant on the bench. Now Crossland being out of the team means big minutes for Randall um, because there's no way Kurtman's going to play uh, lock. So, yeah, I think that's good. That's good to see. Um, Jacob Sofidi moves. Uh, he's into the starting uh, side to replace Daniel, who's out with the knee injury. Leo Thompson back on the bench. Kalen Ponga and Dane Gagai have been named to back up from origin, uh, but Tex Hoy's on the reserves. I have big doubts about Ponga. He has been made of glass. 
pretty much in his career of the last couple of years. I don't really think he'll be one that they'd want to risk. If uh, well, we'll see how he comes up you know, from Origin. You're going to know by the end of Origin what kind of state <laughs> Ponger is in if he can actually make it through a game like that without being injured. But Dane Gagai, as long as he gets through the game unscathed, but he's had some injury concerns this week as well. They're the Sunday game. Um, I don't know if they're hugely owned players anymore. Uh, you know, and Texoy's not the worst, is he? So, but I mean, I'm I'm not expecting Ponga. Um, again, these are all just my opinions, but I would probably expect more Gagai to back up than I would Ponga. Um, for the Panthers, oh, this is a big one because, you know, they've got a lot of people in origin. Nathan Cleary, Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo, Stephen Crichton, Brian Tuttle and Jerome Luai have all been named back up from origin one. Uh Eisenhuth has got a spot on the bench replacing Spencer Lenu. Um, the reserves still have Sean O'Sullivan, Kurt Falls, Chris Smith. Uh, look, this is one where I, you know, really, you know, I think the Panthers are humming along so well. There's every chance that a lot of these guys could be rested. Brian Toto has only recently come back from injury, although he is a back and he's a chance if he gets through unscathed to back up. Stephen Crichton named on the bench, I would expect to back up. Isaiah Yo playing big minutes in the middle, I would guess that he might be um, on for a rest personally. Um, Liam Martin, you know, I, again, I think he's a 50-50 as well, and I'm not prepared to make a call on Nathan Cleary and Luai because the Panthers are just in such great shape. I could see them being resting, and I, and I would expect that they rest. I'm not going to have Nathan Cleary picked in my starting lineup, um, you know, because I just worry. You know, against the Knights, he's probably captainable, and I might try to pick a, a captain from end of the round if I can, and I could make a late – oh, he's going to be a reserve, isn't he? Who's my other half? Hines. When do you play Hines? Last game. So I can have Hines there. And I'll make Hines my captain or Cleary if, if he if he does back up and he can play. But you've got to have these plans in place because I wouldn't expect him. I wouldn't expect him. Um, they do say, you talk to these players, well, you hear reports from the players that the Friday game's easier to back up from than the Sunday one. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see how um, they go. But, you know... Ivan's a bit of a tricky bugger, and he's do, he might rest a bunch of them, I think, because they're just up and uh, up and away. They're flying. So that's my opinion anyway. Uh, Warriors, new coach for them because Brownie's got the sack. Stacey Jones, great of the club, is taken over in the interim. Um, Curran's been named on the bench. He's back after his six games. Would have been great if he was there last week and we could have him for the bye. Um, Dynamis Louis is on the bench as well. Uh, Otokolo and Penne are out. Nothing really interesting there for me. Um, Sharks, Jesse Ramian's back from suspension. So Connor Tracy is out to the 18th man is the only change. Wade Graham is in the reserves as he makes his way back from his foot injury. Oh, mate. Uh, The longer he's out for super coach purposes, you know, for my players I have in that team, the better. Um, Fanukin still a couple of weeks away. Um, moving on to, it's a Monday game, the Bulldogs versus the Eels. Um, Jake Everillo has been, you know, he they tried him at fullback last week. He's been named to start at fullback and Corey Allen is into centres. Um, Davida Pangai is on the reserves. He was a big blow for teams last week when he was laid out. Um Luke Thompson, he's still sidelined. Um, Matt Dufty's the 18th man. 
Micah Sivo's back. Sivo, Sivo. He's back from his uh, ACL and he's named to start. I mean, against the dogs, how much does Sivo cost? I think he's in the 400s. You'd be risky. <laughs> You'd be a cowboy if you went, well, you know, an eel. You'd be a cowboy if you went Sivo, you know, first game back from a, an ACL. Although if you look at his stuff he's been doing in the Reggies, you could do worse. He could go over for 100 to start his return um, to <laughs> NRL. Uh, wow. Um, so Wunga Blake is back in the centres. Opacic drops out. Will Penasini had a head knock. Um, he's good to go. Origin reps Ryan Madison, Junior Paulo, Regan Campbell-Gillard have all been named, and they've got four days to recover from uh, Origin. Look, Maddo is on the bench. I really think he'll a good chance of backing up. Um, Paulo's playing. He probably, he's going to start, and he's playing big minutes as the leader of their pack. I would not... 100% expect him. I would probably lean towards maybe he gets a rest. Maddo, I think, will be in. Paulo, I think, might be out. Um, RCG on the bench, depending on how many minutes he plays and now he scrubs up. If he plays 20 or 30 minutes, I think he's a good chance to back up. Now, that's the teams. But, again, I will reiterate, those are my opinions. Don't quote me on these backups and who I think will be rested or who I think will be named. I'm just looking at it logical of, logically of where they play, how many minutes I expect them to have. They could play 20 minutes off the bench, RCG, and he might hurt himself and he's out. You know, they'll rest him. So origin is key. And I see some of the great podcasts like the Supercoach Experience. They're going to save their podcasts for teams until Thursday. Wait for the wash-up of origin and then have a look at what the teams are going to be. I just wanted to do a TLT Tuesday. There's some interesting things in there. Sevo returns. Ma'am, holds his spot over Gamble. You know, it's the, the backups of who, just who I think because of where they placed in origin. Hopefully you can get something out of that. Um, we'll move on to the um, most bought and sold this week for Supercoach, and I'll give you my opinions. All right, moving on now to the most bought and sold players and my opinions on it. I've actually, it'll, it'll be relevant now here to the most traded in player uh, because I've got some info I have it. It's unsubstantiated, but I've heard that, you know, Mam is covering Gamble, who's got a short-term injury foot uh, to his foot. So I don't know if I love it, uh, you know, because I was worried. I was like, well, Mam is not a buy because he's going to lose his spot as soon as A-Ray comes back. I thought that maybe he was named over Gamble on form, but it, I think it's because of injury. So if it's a short-term foot injury, you would be getting MAM, and it doesn't look like it's a long-term play. MAM is 8.5% uh, brought in this week. I don't know. I w- I'm going to... I'm going to do some research and find out, you know, what's the go with Gamble. If it's a short-term foot injury, you know, I don't know if I love it um, because, you know, he could be out of that team very soon. Um, number two on the list is Cameron McGuinness. Um, look, he it makes sense. You, you're building your team for around 17. Cameron McGuinness is one of those players I do like from the Sharks. He's been scoring pretty well. Um, look, and uh, old mate Fanukin is a couple of weeks away still, but... You know, wouldn't it suck if, you know, McInnes goes back to the bench and say, you know, Fanukin's two weeks away and he comes in just before round 17. So you get McInnes for round 17 playing 30, 40 minutes off the bench or 40, whatever he's been playing. Um, that's worst case scenario. But I think you're safe enough that his scoring has been pretty good um, and, you know, he's going to be there for round 17. People are probably moving on someone in the hooker or the second row spot because he's got that nice duel. 
you know, I can I can get around it. Um, Campbell Graham, uh, he is brought in by 5% of people. 578,000 up against the Gold Coast Titans this week. I think he's one of the prime targets for the round 17 by He did have his breakout score of the uh, year last week, uh, last game, sorry, 119 points. His average for the year is 65.8, which is very good. Um, you know, he, I think he's a great target to have. He's got a break-even of 20. So, you know, this is probably the week that you want to do it. I see a lot of people saying, I'm going to grab Mulatalo. I'm not sure what his break-even is, but the break-even for Campbell Graham is 28. And I think if you wanted him as one of your players uh, for the second buy and run home, he now is the time to go on him. The scores have been good for him this year. Um, you know, he's not a big ton getter. He did get it in the last game, but it's 60, 78, 30, 72, 74, 55, 71, 75, 46, 54, 55, and the 119. I love the scoring. It's really consistent. It's a bit Tupu-esque for me. So he's the round 17 Tupu, and it makes complete sense to me. I think he's someone that I might be bringing in this week myself. Um, Trent Peoples, 4.5% of bringing him in. Look, you know, is Trent Peoples going to play round 17? He's played two games and he's got a nice negative break even, but, um, you know, uh, it depends whether you think he's going to play again. He's not named in this week's team, is he? Uh, but he's got a break even of minus 48 and people are probably, it's essentially enough you could enough and he, and he might be a bonus for you in round 17, but I guess Ezra Mam's probably the same, isn't he? Um, look, I don't know. I just don't know. You're taking a gamble whether he's actually going to play. You know, how the, you know, they... It's going to be in the second row. It all probably hinges on whether Cameron Murray backs up, you know, and whether Arrow jags a spot in that Origin team. Arrow will come back in if Murray doesn't play and play lock. So there's a chance of people's, but I don't know. I don't know if I love it. I mean... This week, if I was going to go enough route, um, you know, it could be Mam or Trent Peoples, and I would be taking it as a bonus if they were to play in round 17. But it's, you know, you, you wouldn't expect it. Um, Dylan Brown is next on the list, number five, 4.3%. Bringing him in, 618,000. I get it. I really, really like Dylan Brown. I've got Munster, um, Cody Walker in my 5'8 spot. I can't move either of those out there, so I'm going to probably have to skip Dylan Brown, but he's very desirable. Um, look, he's uh, he's got a break-even of 51. He's playing the Bulldogs this week. His average is 74. He's having some sort of year. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna criticize anyone. He's he's absolutely on the hit list of people, top people to bring in for round 17, and I think it's a great trade. Uh, Michael Molo, 4.2 percent. It's enough. It's people are nothing to do what they want. I don't. Uh, he's named is he on the bench this week? But you've got players to come back into that team. I don't like this buy because I don't think he's going to be getting um, games. He got a 29 last week play 20 minutes, um, I just really think, you know, he's going to be somebody that's not going to make it to, to round 17. I think even Peoples is probably a better chance because there's more recruits out of the, um, you know, Tarek's going to come back into that team. Um, I guess he'll be out on round 17 duty as well, but I don't know. I don't know if I love Molo, you know, uh, you know, I, I take Peoples. 
you know, because Molo might stay in there and be 20 minutes off the bench. I don't know. But no, nah, not for me. Um, Brandon Smith, 2.8% bringing him in. Um, look, yeah, he's in there in brackets for me as somebody that I'm tempted by for the Melbourne Storm because he's not having a very good year. His average is 40.5. I mean, that's Randall-type average. You know, it's well, Randall's got a better average. He hasn't been scoring well. Um, look, you think that he's going to play big minutes, obviously, if Harry Grant doesn't back up, but that's what you need to happen. Uh, in the round 17, he'll probably play big minutes as well. But look, last week he played 66 minutes for 54. The week before it was 59 minutes for 37. Um, you know, 50 minutes for 44. You know, 70 minutes for 63. Um, you know, he's, he started the year in round three uh, with a 102 and other than that, the scoring really hasn't excited me. You'd be taking a punt if you grabbed um, Cheese. And he's the kind of player that can just turn, flip the ghost switch and do what he did last year. He got up to 600K. He's 378,400. He's very affordable. Um, look, in the game, I don't mind a punt every now and then. This year, uh, you know, when it comes to Brandon Smith, I don't know whether I'm willing to take a punt, but he is going to play the round 17. The likelihood he's going to play good minutes because Harry Grant is a good chance of not backing up. Um, you know, do it if you want. Um, Jason Tomalolo, that surprises me. 2.7% of people bringing him in. Look, Lolo has been good. He was very good in the buy round. Um, but look, I don't know if I'd be... You know, I mean, he's he's fine enough as your second or third front rower this year. He's 451,700, which is quite affordable. But, I mean, are you making front row trades right now? Like, Or have you got him in your second row? There's definitely better people to go for, I think, in your second row. I'd prefer McInnes now if you're going second row. Um, just build your team with around 17s, ideally. I don't know why around uh, 13 by persons coming in. Um, if you're getting rid of, you know, who are you getting rid of? You know, Max King, maybe. Um, but you're getting rid of him to a, I mean, I think Lolo's a better scorer, but I, I'd just be trying to get a, you know, a round uh, 17 player. Uh, Zach Lomax, 2.4% bringing him in. He's 550K, so he's a little bit cheaper than Campbell Graham. His average for the year is 62.33. Round average is 76, so he's been going well of late. Um, yeah, 98 and a 93 in the last two weeks. Before that, it was a 37, 53, 42. He's quite consistent too, actually. So I can get it. I understand it. In a team that's pretty average, um, you know, you could go a, a Graham or you could go a Lomax. What's his break even this week? Uh, two. Yep, so he's even more pressing than Graham. If you want Lomax and you're, you're, you're fancying Lomax as you're round 17 and run home, now's the time to get him. I think the same applies to Campbell Graham. Um, on 10th on the list is Mitchell Moses. 94 is his break-even, so you don't actually necessarily need to do it this week. But people are setting up their round 17 teams. I think that Moses is a good option to do. A lot of us have maybe Hines there, and you can bring him down at fullback. So we might have a, you know some movability that we can do on our team. In some of my iterations of what I'm, I was thinking about for this week, Mitch Moses was there as an option for me to bring in because I can't bring Dylan Brown in. And to me, I think uh, you know it's a good matchup this week for him against the Bulldogs. He's every chance of getting that break even of 94. And I think he's a good option for you in your round 17. Uh, and, you know, you could carry him for the rest of the run home. Uh, the average for the year is 69, which is quite good. Three-round average of 72, so he's been good of late. Oh, it was a 67 and a 43 in the last couple of weeks. But he did have 106 there. I just think he's 
you know, he's got 144 and a 106 in there, but he's got an eight and he's got a 34. I mean, I don't know. He's not. He's his average is ending up being okay. But in that uh, round 17 buy, they have the West Tigers, and I think it's a good matchup. And I, I think he's one of the people that in the round 17, you know, you're going to want IPAP. You're going to want you know, your Campbell Graves or your Lomaxes. And I think, you know, Dylan Brown uh, and Mitch Moses are certainly players that, you know, can hurt you in a buy round. Um, trade it out. Let's have a look. Joseph Sawali, he has been good. He's you know, 400,000. He's got himself to the break even as 75. He's up against the Melbourne Storm. Now is the perfect time to utilize. He's up against a pretty big break even. He's going to Maybe get that, but I wouldn't expect it against the Melbourne Storm, if, especially if they have players to back up, and he could start to lose his value. Um, yeah, you could probably hold him and have him as a fifth play him on matchups for the rest of the year, or if you're trying to build numbers for your round 17, he's one of the very sellable players. Big BE up against the Melbourne Storm. The Roosters have a hard draw coming up. I think it makes sense. Tupelotto, he's done his job. He's been an extremely good cheapy. 446,500. He missed his break even last week as he flopped in the buy around, unfortunately, but it doesn't change the fact that he's been a good cheapy. Break even is 85 this week. It is a good matchup against the West Tigers but if you've got that value, 446, get him onto a Lomax or a Graham or, you know, Molotalo this week um, because he's done his job and that's what it's for. Blake Taff, he's out of the team altogether. 4.9% of people are selling him. It makes 100% sense. Look, you you don't have to actually do it now that he's completely out of the team. You can make it a, you know, not your top priority because he's not going to hurt you with AE scores. The break-even is 88 and if he ever does come back into the team, you're going to want to move him on straight away. 390,000, so people are getting rid of him and it makes sense. Bo Furmore, he's done his job. People limped their way to the buy round with him. He's worth 500,600. He's been pretty good. You know, like the scoring, you know, it's not as good as someone like Campbell Graham, I think, but it's still pretty good. 30, 40, 50, 60, 70s he gets. And, you know, he's been a fine enough player to have in your team, but it's time to move him on. It makes sense. Um, Karaz, look, uh, people are selling Karaz, and uh, it makes sense to me. He's up against a 45 break even. It's not the greatest team in the world, the old dogs, but I'm personally not going to sell him. Um, look, the scoring hasn't been sensational. He may not even make his break even uh, this week, but it just doesn't have any value for me, unless you've got a couple of hundred K stashed in your bank. Who are you getting rid of him to? You know, like, oh, I just don't get it because he's not got any value. And I don't know if I want to use the money that I've got saved on my bench to upgrade him. If you want to get him up to, you know, uh, Campbell Graham, you need nearly 200K. So, yeah. Um, Sean Johnson, everyone's moving him on. He's 436,500. Um, look, he's he's good enough value to be able to move on to, you know, your Moses now and get yourself ready for the round 17. Last couple of weeks, it's been a 25 and a 46. Um, yeah, it makes sense. I, I wouldn't have bought him in personally. I know he had a low break even, but... Um, I think you've got to get rid of him now. Uh, Max King, he's been wonderful, hasn't he, Max King? 389,900. He's got a break-even of 18 this week, and I'm not going to move him on. I think I'm going to hold Max King as my third front rower. You know, the minutes have been pretty good for him, 
and he scores a pretty good. He just keeps getting nicely above his break even, and then he gets another low break even the week after. And I'm happy just to leave him there uh, all year as my third front row. I'm going to have IPAP and Lolo as my main front rowers, and I'm going to have Max King on the bench because he scores. You know, he he's not going to be he's not AE top territory. His lowest score of the year was a 28. Uh, and he only did 27 minutes, you know, in that game. So the last three weeks, it's been 50-plus minutes. The scores have been good. I'm going to hold him as my third front row for the rest of the year. Um, Teletel, cooler, makes sense. 294000 much like Karaz. There's no value there for me, really, um, to move him on. I, You know, the scoring hasn't... I don't think he's got a huge ceiling on him. It's... T- 46, 30, 33, 35, 42 over the last five weeks. I don't, I can accept that as an AE, you know, and that's the facts. I can accept that as an AE, so I'm not going to move him on because he's not worth enough for me to do anything good in my team. Um, Tom Starling, 440,000-500, played limited minutes last week off the bench. You know, it's a real pity, isn't it? 23 in the buy round. It was 28 the week before. He's only playing 20 in 30 minutes. Uh, really disappointing. Uh, the way that Ricky's using him in that team. I know the Raiders have been improved and, you know, it seems to work for the team, but he's a sell. You move him on. People get him off to, oh, I mean, get him off to the cheese. It's probably even an improvement, but you might be going to McInnes as well. So it makes sense to me. Lachlan Elias, um, yeah, 326,200. Uh, you know, do you want to move him on? What's he? He scored a 48 last week. What's his break even? Uh, 43. I don't know. He's much, you know, he's going to play that second buy, isn't he? You know, and he's not scoring enough that he's going to get you a great score in the buy. So if you want to sell him, sell him. I kind of just go with the old thought process that, like much like not bringing in Lolo because he's around 13 and that's already passed. I'll be trying to bring in around 17. I'm not going to you know, sell any round 17 players, ideally, you know, with the exception of Taff, who's out of the team. Uh, that's the buys and the sells. You know, it makes sense. Um, the, you know, most of those in there for me, um, you know, again, traded in. I have my doubts over, ma'am. If the, the what I've heard in the old chats is true and it's just covering Gamble for a foot injury. Um, my trades this week, I am going to be bringing in Campbell Graham. Now, the sells, I'm going to be probably moving on kick out. I know he's been good kick out. Uh, it's going to be either Targo or kick out that I sell. You know, they've got a pretty good draw, the Penrith Panthers. Uh, and I just, you know, kick out has been up and down at times. He can get a low one in there, but he's been good as well. It's, I don't think he's a must sell and he's a definitely a, you know, reasonable, reasonable enough hold. But I, I think I prefer to hold Targo. Um, so I'm going to sell kick out and he's going to fund my purchase of Campbell Graham. Uh, so, you know, it's just moving around 13, you know, person on to around 17 person, and that's going to be Campbell Graham. Um, whether I make another trade is, if I get some info on this gamble, um, you know, and whether Mam's got it on form, you know, I could definitely move on and, you know, one of these Teletel coolers or a Karaz, um, uh, you know, to Mam. Uh, easily because I've got the jewels, uh, but I don't think I'll do that. Uh, yeah, and I, I want to talk to you about a little sneaky ballsy one I'm thinking of doing, and that is Joseph Sawali to Micah Sivo. Now this is a huge risk because he is coming back off an ACL, and it's his first game back. He's around 17 number. He's got a soft matchup this week. He's very affordable. I think he's B's fifties. I'm tempted. 
I'm really tempted to grab um, to grab him. Uh, you know, but we'll wait and see whether I actually have the nads to do it. Um, let's have a look at the games this week and who I think is a good VC and a good C. It's going to be a hard week because someone like Cleary might look like a good C, um, but he may not even play. So it's, it's, a, it's a hard one. But we'll have a look at the VCs and Cs for this week. Right. This week, you know, VC-wise, I think if you had um, any... It's early games. If you had a backup of, you know, a Damian Cook or someone uh, against the uh, Titans, I don't mind a VC in there, although backup from Origin might be tough. Look, I don't love any VC um, out of the Melbourne Storm versus the Roosters game. Personally, it's been played at the SCG. There's a lot of backing up of Origin involved in that one, so it doesn't float my boat too much. Um, look, I don't mind, uh, you know, a sneaky VC on someone like oh, Homoli against the West Tigers. Um, and I don't mind a VC in the Penrith versus the Knights if you get the backups that you want. Or you could go a Talon May type backup. Uh, sorry, uh, VC in that game um, because it's not a bad matchup for them. Um, Captains-wise, I really like Hines versus the Warriors. Um, look, I know it's away, and we don't love Hines away, but I think he's one of the strong captains of the week um, because he's 18th man for Origin. He'll look very he'll he'll back up. So I'm thinking, you know, if Cleary is um, named and he does back up, I might VC him into a Hines captain. Or if you have any Eels play, IPAP, and I could be a fantastic captain against the Bulldogs. Dylan Brown or Mitch Moses or, you know, Maddo if he backs up. You know, I wouldn't probably do Maddo because even if he does back up, he might play limited minutes. But IPAP looks juicy against the Bulldogs and so does Moses. People are bringing Moses in and they're bringing in Dylan Brown. Bring in Dylan Brown and captain him against the Bulldogs. I like it. Thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully you got something out of it. It is a hard one to do a teamless Tuesday on a Tuesday before Origin, but I've speculated on a bit and, you know, hopefully uh, it helps you out and gives you some thoughts on what you might like to do this week. Be careful who you pick in your starting lineup from Origin. Have a look at where they're playing. Have a look at their injury history and keep your eye on these, you know, when the teams get cut and an hour before kickoff. I'll post the stuff on my socials. You'll see it everywhere from all of the great people in the community that do super coach stuff will post, you know, blah, blah is out, you know, but just set your team up now planning for if they're not going to play and I think you'll be okay. Um, Look, last week I had a good week in Supercoach. I finished 1,080 or something like that, and I went up on the ladder. I'm in the top 1,000 now. Where am I? 634 overall, which I'm really happy with. I have currently got six uh, for the round 17, which means I've got to trade wisely and get my numbers up. I think I'll probably be looking for 10 to 12 into the second buy. I'm going to kick it off with two this week. Um, whether I have the guts to do a CVO, we'll wait and see. But thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you again on Sunday uh, after the round. Hopefully big green arrows for all of you this week. You keep pushing on towards the end of the season. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle.